Hello and welcome to another mini review of a film coming out today uh, on uh, in theaters. Actually, we'll be talking about Cherry uh, here at the Pop Writers Room. I'm your host Aaron, but not that Aaron, and I'm joined by Shane. How's it going, everyone? So we uh, we got a chance to see this movie early. Uh, we're talking about Cherry again. This is the new Tom Holland directed by the Russo brothers. This is uh, exclusive to Apple TV Plus, but it's not starting on Apple TV Plus until March twelfth. I think does that sound right? Sounds about right. So so this is coming to uh, Apple TV Plus March twelfth, but you can uh, check it out in theaters as early as the twenty sixth here. Synopsis for this movie is an army medic suffering from PTSD becomes a serial bank robber after an addiction to drugs puts him in debt. Now we'll give you a very free, uh, very spoiler free thoughts and a, and a rating. And then at some point we'll transition us. So, so no worries uh, right now. And uh, Shane, did you like this movie? Love it, hate it, dislike it? Or did you just think it's okay? I was very, very close to loving it. I really, really, really like this movie a lot. Okay. I... I'm very, very, very close to hating this movie. So oh this will be fun. Yeah. I <laughs> almost the whole time through this movie I kept on telling my wife, like, I think I hate this movie. <laughs> uh, and like honestly, you ask me tomorrow or by the end of this conversation, and I might just be, I hate this movie. Uh, I'm going to be like, I'm just gonna officially say the border of dislike and hate this movie. I still will, for record's sake, land in strong dislike for this movie so this will be fun this will be fun all right uh shade spoiler free briefly just kind of say uh why you are very close to loving this movie and maybe kind of what didn't put you in that category even though some of the so like this is a good two hour and 20 minute film there's Mm -hmm. definitely some parts that probably could have moved along a little bit quicker since this is broken up into a couple specific parts but between the performances and just a very style heavy approach from the Russo brothers felt like this had a lot of energy and definitely kept me engaged. And I'm impressed to see what more Tom Holland does. And honestly, between him and forgetting what her name is right now, but the act uh, his paired actress who I saw in the show, Wayne that I watched. Yes. Between the two of them, I thought they were very strong in terms of their performances and intense. And yeah, I there's definitely parts where I'm like, this needs to move along a little bit. And it felt a little tropey, but I still felt like I got a lot out of it. Sure. I understand where you're coming from, but I just don't agree with that. And this is all about... This I, I do think this is going to be a very polar movie. I think people are going to be pretty pretty far on the spectrums for this. I don't know um, I don't know how much middle ground there's going to be. You know, I think almost in the same way of like Wonder Woman 1984. Like people either love or kind of don't love this movie. I didn't think there was anything necessarily compelling about any of the performances. I thought they were fine. Uh, they just weren't excellent or great or anything like that. Um, I thought the pacing was completely off for this movie. I thought the the sections um, didn't feel connected and nec- and didn't really tell a very coherent story together. Uh, and ultimately, I didn't know that there was anything special about this movie. And I have just a lot of problems uh, with this movie, specifically um, just about the general idea of this movie, like all of the like conversations that I must have had um, to get this movie made. It's it's a wonder to me. Why let's say let's say something like Cabin in the Woods, which was supposed to come out, it, like it was filmed in like two thousand eight or nine and was shelved for a couple of years, mm-hmm. but something like this just 
gets made no problem and you know dreaming like, services and you and you find the Russo brothers interest in it and it's like okay they're people they just made a three billion dollar movie uh um, very fair so yeah so we'll get them to to make another movie and just name recognition alone to do that and you know we got the new spider-man and it's just i i didn't i didn't know that there was really much to love about this movie and just it's one of those i maybe liked the parts but i definitely didn't like the whole so that's a fair point i know at least there's definitely sections of the film that i liked a lot more than other sections of the film i agree and i felt like the whole section with the drug usage Mm -hmm. was way too long felt way too repetitive and they decided to throw in some more characters into that section of the film that just kind of felt like caricatures. And you're just like, what are they even doing here? And kind of took away from that, my enjoyment of that section of the film. Yeah. The only exception is pills and Coke. I really loved him. He shows up and he's wearing two polos. Both are starkly different neon colors. Like one's like lime green and one's like dark or like a light purple. And you're just like, okay, this guy, like I'm going to hate this guy, but like, he was a pretty enjoyable part, and I give a lot of credit to the actor for that. I give a lot of credit to Jack Raynor for that. But uh, oh, I love Jack Raynor, so yeah. great. Cool. Um, I think it's probably time. I think you know we've we've been able to give enough thoughts. I think we can just say safely, like, look, if you haven't seen this movie and you are really interested in doing, probably now's the time you can hop off. If you've seen this movie already, if you're or if you're a type of person that doesn't care about spoilers, or if you're that type of person just doesn't think you're going to watch this movie and you want to hear kind of our total thoughts on on that, then then now's the time you can stick around. So here's your official spoiler warning. Here's your official. We will be diving into things. Um, we'll be talking about them ad nauseum, um, as, as briefly as we would like actually. So not ad nauseum, but we'll be talking about it briefly, but, uh, but in detail. So Shane, um, where do you want to start with, with talking about just anything about the movie? Like maybe like certain sections that didn't, didn't work for you. I mean, I know you said that the, the drug section was like prolonged and new characters, maybe like, what was the section that you cared the most about? It's interesting. Cause I feel like probably the section that I cared the most about was between him in training and actually going to war. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, and I think one of the biggest things about the film was after for what four films working in the MCU, where in general directors do get to show some of their personality, but you're still working within this system. I think the Russo brothers were just like, you know what? We get to direct this movie how we want to direct this movie, and we're just going to go for it. That's and true. there's some, there's definitely some parts that I appreciated about it, and there's def- definitely some style that I appreciated about it. Like even little things like when they were during the military training and like the drill sergeants would be yelling something and like mm-hmm. their text would pop up on the screen. And it was something different. And... Like, in general, I don't think there's any particular part in this film that felt truly original. Because, like, I feel like most people, well, probably not most people, but plenty of people have seen Full Metal Jacket before. And, you Mm -hmm. know, that's basically what this section of the film was and was supposed to be representing. Except, obviously, it didn't go as dark (laughs) as Full Metal Jacket. I think that that is probably my favorite part as well. Um, Just the war section of of it i I, probably specifically before there's any actual comment uh any actual combat um Mm -hmm. 
thought was okay. I thought was pretty good. And the war aspect stuff of it was great too. I just, I don't know that there was anything that I necessarily hadn't seen before though. And I don't know that I really lent enough time to the characters because we're introduced to a couple new characters that we're supposed to really feel for by the end of this section and have a big emotional moment at, at the end of the section. I just like, okay. And, and ironically, the part that I think I loved the most and hated the most, like if you were to give me a specific, actually probably not hated the most, but really didn't like, was the prologue. Um, it's just like, I don't know, what, three minutes? It's not very long, but it's where he goes to rob that last bank. And I, I think there's something really fun about the narration that uh, that Holland does. There's something really mm-hmm. fun about that, like interrupting and explaining what's going on. I like that kind of stuff um, where he's like, you know, uh, they already know what my face looks like, but, you know, some, something else. I don't know, like I wear, I wear the scarf so it hides the lower half of my face. It's like, okay, that makes sense. And he's like, and when you, you're almost always dealing with women, so you, you got to be polite. Otherwise, you're going to put them in a panic attack and a shock. So, okay, that makes sense. You're, you're, t- you're walking me through the process of like why you're doing what you're doing. And I really value that kind of stuff. But at the same time, the it, it, as soon as it ends you it, it it ends on this all right here's the end of the story let's see how i get here and i cannot think of a more unnecessary movie to do that than this one i don't i definitely don't think it was necessary i do want to bring up what an interesting thing was because i was watching this with my girlfriend mm-hmm. and she had a reaction that it was there seemed to be some kind of like chemistry between him and the teller at the time and mm-hmm. it's funny because she made an off comment. It's just like, they're going to wind up together. And then you watch the whole entire film and then you realize the context of that scene and you're just like, oh no. Okay, I thought no, about don't that. Don't wind up together. <laughs> okay, I thought about that because he like it ends on the, this is where I knew my life changed. And I thought about that. But at the same time, we could very clearly see a wedding ring on his on his finger. And I, But I was also wondering, like, is this a prop? So that if there's camera, they know they're looking for a married guy. And mm-hmm you know, if he's not married. So I was wondering, is this a prop? It, you know, isn't. And, uh, and so I was, I was, I was initially thinking the same thing, but as the movie went on, I was quick, but then I was wondering like maybe he starts an affair with his girl. I don't, I just, I, I was wondering if they were going to try to do what the town did where he all of a sudden loves mm-hmm. this girl and tries to see her outside of the, the robbery, which that would be an interesting thing. But with a film like this, that is trying to do it's, this movie is literally trying to be five different films in one. Yeah. And it's ambitious. And that's one thing that I could appreciate is like, they went all out in this movie. Did it all work? Definitely not. But okay. I felt like I got enough enjoyment out of most of the sections of this film for me to at least like it. That's fair. Well, so I think that's kind of where we disagree, um, is that I didn't buy into that. I didn't think there was enough time warranted. I was thinking, I would rather this be a five-part miniseries. And you have the one, which is him, first episode, which is him growing up, and the second episode, which is the, uh, you know, when he starts, when he goes to war, and then your third, mm-hmm. it, I don't know, you spend a little bit more time in some areas, and, uh, you know, they don't even necessarily need to be long, like hour-long episodes, but you make this a five-part miniseries instead. Um, now, uh, especially like when it comes straight to apple tv plus like you're not relying on box office so why not release it as a series instead of a film um Mm -hmm. you know and i'm i'm willing to bet that there's quite a few scenes left on the cutting room floor um you know just with the sheer amount of what they were trying to do and maybe i'm more interested in that and i i thought this movie tried to do too much and it was felt very long to me as well 
I have five points that I need to make about this movie, and three of them are mm-hmm. questions. Um, what is this movie? That is a good question. Because like the plot synopsis makes you think it's going to be a based bank heist, and the trailer even makes you like, oh, this is going to be kind of like a place beyond the pines kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then it shows up, and it takes an hour and a half for him to start robbing banks. And there's so much lead up, and you're like, this is not at all what I signed up for. But I also don't know what's your vision. Well, and that, you know what's interesting is I read multiple plot synopses that made this sound like multiple different movies, and okay. I think that's the tough thing is. How do you describe this film briefly in a plain synopsis? I mean, without it being extremely general. Yeah, the, I mean, you have to go extremely general. You go, this is a this is a look at at this character's life. This is a brief glimpse of this character's life or this person's life. Um, second question: Why does this movie exist? What's its purpose? I guess are you um, trying to gear towards like, does it have a message? That's the that third question. Okay. What's the third question? What's the matter? Um, so separate questions. Why does this movie exist? I tend to not ask that question a whole lot because, like, why do most films exist? Sure. Well, so I don't ask this question a lot. But when there's movies that are really boring me or frustrating uh, or I find fascinating, uh, both ends of the spectrum, why does this movie exist? So, for example, one of your favorite movies of last year, Never Rarely, Sometimes, Always, in the subway mm-hmm. station, I looked at my wife and I said, "What? what is this movie and why does it exist? We came to the conclusion and we're okay that this is a kind of day, a week in the life of somebody who's going through a very traumatic event, Her the process of her going to take care of this. And it's just like, I'm, I'm okay with that because I can understand that. And it's, 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 I totally understood what the movie was going for. Yeah. It's, Never did that with this movie, and my wife was also like, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I don't know what we're watching. All I know is I don't like it either. (laughs) So, like, why does this movie exist? This is based off a novel. Why does this novel exist? And the only excuse I could think of is is if is if this is an autobiography uh, of the author, like told in some sort of fiction setting, Um, or if it's his therapy, if it's his coping mechanisms. And if it is, great. But that didn't really translate to film. Mm Hmm. I definitely think that this film has a lot of moving parts that didn't necessarily need to have all these moving parts. And like, that's the thing. That's the tricky thing. Cause if this is based off of some form of true events, that's why not every story translates well into a film because like sometimes you have to trim some fat in it Mm -hmm. and like, you do spend a this is a two hour and twenty minute film. You do spend enough time in each of these storylines for it to feel like you're trying to tackle this whole entire idea. Does it work all the time? Not necessarily. Sometimes it felt like too much. Yeah. But it's an interesting attempt at trying to hit on a whole bunch of different kinds of stories all in one. But it is a good question. Why does this particular story need to be told? So then what do you think the message of this movie is? By the end, I was kind of sitting there thinking like, I don't know if it was meant to be a cautionary tale. I don't know if it was supposed to be specifically hitting upon the war aspect. Because if it wasn't for him going off to war, I don't think anything after that would have happened the way that it did. Like Mm. he wouldn't have wound up on drugs. He wouldn't have had all the like that part at the opera house where he's being a complete asshole yeah, yelling at somebody for not dressing up nice enough at the opera house. 
And it's a terrible spiral. And obviously, he eventually realizes how badly he has been and he just kind of gives up and is like, I think I need to go to prison and yep. just throws himself on the law. And then, you know, he gets out at the end and it's just yep. like, is he going to live a good, nice life moving forward and learn from his lessons? I would assume so with how the ending is played out. But, you know, I thought the moment that he essentially gives himself up was mm-hmm. I thought a he was trying to call attention to the police and hope to die in a, in a shootout. That's what I was I was thinking was happening. And I thought, OK, so the message of this movie is that some people are beyond redemption. No, I, 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 I don't buy into that. I don't buy into that as a message of a movie or as a general life principle. Uh, and uh, and then it wound up being like, I, I don't I don't really buy his turn. Um, he, I don't really buy his rehabilitation, um, at least like why he chooses to just give himself in. I mean, it's 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 literally just because he has no other options. And so he'll just turn himself in and hope for the best. And then things work out OK. And we have a really nice cookie cutter ending. It's like, no, nah, I don't buy it. Like everything you've showed for me, this character so far, it's going to be just like what his wife does. And, you know, they're out of rehab. He's just going to go shoot some, some heroin and maybe try to rob a bank again. Anyway, I just I don't I don't know what the movie's message was. And I really thought for the longest time it was that some people are beyond redemption. And yeah, so if that was the message, which I don't think it was at this point, uh, can't buy into it. Yeah, by the time the ending rolled around, I don't definitely don't think that's what they were going for. But yeah. I would definitely be in the same boat where it's like, did it work with that ending tacked on at the end? I almost would no. prefer it end with uh, where it fades to black after mm-hmm. after he's like taken off his sock and he shoots up a thing of heroin. I almost rather that's how the movie ends because that's kind of the way that the movie has been going. Also, Tom Holland with a mustache looks gross. <laughs> I thought the same exact thing while I was watching the movie. I'm just like, no, shave yeah. that off. Yeah, like I don't know that he he'll ever be able to pull off any sort of facial hair. But uh, I have two note, two more notes. I'll just keep these very uh-huh. brief. Uh, and that's that. I feel like there was so much slow mo in the last ten minutes of this movie. It probably was actually only two minutes of footage, and it it just annoyed me, especially because this is not a short movie. Um, and it feels a lot longer because I'm watching it at home as opposed to in a theater. Um, you know, I feel like you can get away with a little bit longer movies because you're in that environment. But like when I'm like, you know, the dog to watch and you know, a million distractions around me, like that eh, just wasn't really ever grabbed in this movie. So the very last uh, other moment I have is I think if you frame this story in a different way, you completely have me. I think if you frame this um, for the story in let's let's say this uh, let's let's take the movie let's make its main setting Tom Holland's character Cherry they, they never actually call him Cherry they never give him a name but he's listed as Cherry in the IMDb credits mm-hmm. um, if you take his name or his his story and let's say you have it the week um, before he makes parole and you essentially make this movie take place as him telling his life story to somebody that's in prison for the same thing because he takes over that. Alcoholics Anonymous or that Abusers Anonymous group in there. Maybe make it him sharing his story to somebody as a cautionary tale. And I'm a little bit more intrigued. I'll buy into the premise a little bit more. I understand the purpose of this movie and it can end with just as beautiful of a moment. And I believe into it. I buy into it more. I think if you frame it in a different way, I think I'm much more here for it. It's interesting that you say that because I think one of the reasons why that redemptive ending doesn't work is because we don't really see him getting redeemed. Yeah. You, like you said, you spend a couple of minutes of them like flashing through like decades of him in prison. 
but like you don't get a moment where like because i'm trying to think of what are the most the best redemptive parts in like a prison film it's like you don't get a red sitting at his last yeah. parole board being like i was a di- i was a different person then you you don't get that you basically like let's do a quick montage of all these years in prison throw a mustache on him he looks older right and then he right. leaves prison and you know happy ending right it's like this movie this movie did not make me think this is going to have a happy ending at any moment during this movie Right. Well, and so that's the other thing I was just thinking about, like, all right, compare this to Sound of Metal. There's probably, there's not a lot of time where we see the Riz Ahmed characters. There's not a lot of time where we see his transformation, but it is a little bit more in this movie, but we also didn't spend as much time with him down in the dumps. And so, like, I'm a little bit more apt to believe that he's become this good guy. You know, we see him start to help out with the school and like it's a pretty quick montage and all of a sudden he turns for, turns from this is a reluctant not great guy to i like this guy and i you know i think he's a genuinely good person part of that is that moment happens what maybe 45 minutes into that movie and so i'm a little mm-hmm. bit more easy to buy it also i did totally forget to mention i did really like the something about an aspect of this movie which is it's not uncommon or it's not unique but They'll take names of things and they'll like make them generic or they'll make them like play into the story. So mm-hmm. like the uh, the army recruitment officer on his uniform said whomsoever or whomever. So officer whomever is what he's credited as. And uh, and I don't know if the drug dealers actually they call him pills and coke, but like they call him pills and coke. And the the bank that uh, that denies him, you know, when he overdrafted and goes back, like the name of the bank is Shitty Bank, and it's just like yeah. <laughs> I I like those little details. Those are fun for me. I think where this film shines the most is in some of those storytelling and filmmaking choices. Yes. And I think it was the Russos really getting a chance to liven up some things. Yeah. And like one particular scene early in the film is when he first meets Bravo's character and they're standing outside a class. And even just from the choice to they're so focused on each other that you can't tell anything else is going on because everything is out of focus except for literally them in the frame. And some of those filmmaking choices, I really appreciated about this film because Mm -hmm. here's the thing. If it didn't have that stuff and it was a overlong messy story, then definitely wouldn't have worked at all. Yeah. And I know it didn't work much for you to begin with, but like without those things, I don't think this film would even be close to what it is. So I appreciate that from the Russo brothers. True. Uh, I'm, I'm all tapped out. I don't think I have anything more to say. Uh, Shane, do you have any other notes you have before we sign off? This is definitely, I think, a film worth trying out because I am okay. interested to hear how people react to this film. And okay. I think that's the fun thing about divisive films because, like, where are you going to land? Sure. So, yeah, I guess maybe that's a good place to put it. I would not say you need to have Apple TV Plus to watch this movie, like I would say for Boy State or or like Wolf Walkers, <laughs> like I would like or like Ted Lasso. Like, no, you, like, trust me, your Apple TV Plus subscription is worth just Ted Lasso alone. <laughs> I, but I wouldn't say, like, I'd say if you have it, give it a shot. Um, don't go out of your way to get Apple TV Plus or don't definitely don't like go out of your way to go to a theater to this one. Yeah, I mean, 
give it give it the you know the, the lemon test right where you know you you take a little bit you put it down and you you decide if you want the rest of it later you, you take maybe maybe the first 20 minutes of this movie and if you're into it you're into it and if you're not just shut it off it's only going to get worse well there you have it so a a very close to love it and a very close to hate it and a lot of common ground on things we agree with but it all just depends on i think your perspective of the movie and, and what you want this movie to do and what you're interested in most i I think we both kind of said, like, give it a try. Like, I would recommend it. Give it a try, it, provided you have Apple TV. But also don't be afraid mm-hmm. to t- turn it off 20 minutes in. Yeah, this isn't worth you going out to get Apple TV Plus for. But if sure. you have it, why not? All right, well, that'll do it. Uh, Shane, uh, thank you so much for, for coming on. Thank you so much for spending the time and uh, um, giving your thoughts on Cherry. Absolutely. Love talking movies. So, And I'll talk about any of them. Well, you'll talk about any of them. How about we talk about Billie Eilish? So uh, this is a sounds like a plan. Episode will come out tomorrow in your podcast feed uh, on us talking about Billie Eilish. The world's a little blurry, uh, and we'll see you back here then.